Hello and welcome to BJGP Interviews. My name is Ewan Lawson and I'm the editor of the BJGP. In this episode, we talk to Professor Jeremy Horwood, who is a professor of social sciences and applied health research at NIHR ARC West and the Centre for Academic Primary Care at the University of Bristol. And the paper is Unintended Consequences of Online Consultations, a Qualitative Study in UK Primary Care. Previous studies have shown that online consultations may be best for straightforward transactions such as simple and even administrative queries. I started by asking Jeremy Jeremy, to tell us a little more about what they meant by online consultations in this bit of research and how they were defined. So the Decode project was looking at the unintended consequences of online consultations. And by online consultations, we mean where people have to submit their symptoms via a form. So normally on the website, on the practice website, they fill out a written form. So this doesn't mean telephone consultations or video consultations. It's just this written um, consultation. Yeah, so that's an important point here, isn't it? That we're not, people have got very used to telephone consultations and as you say, video consultations. But this is a very specific manner of getting in touch where people typed in what they were concerned about. And was it mostly on the web rather than apps or anything like that? Um, it was mostly from practice websites. There are lots of there's different systems. So some of them, you just have a free text box to say what's wrong with you. Other ones, it's more of a structured questionnaire where you tick boxes. Okay. So you are looking very much, tell us what you were looking at in the study. What were you trying to find out? So we were looking at the unintended consequences of online consultations. And from April 2020, all GP practices had to offer an online consultation. That was what NHS England required. And NHS England did that because they had two intended intended consequences. They intended to increase patients' access to care, but also increase the efficiency of care and hopefully reduce practice workload. So we were looking at the reality to see how things were happening against those those policy um, guidelines. So we interviewed 19 staff and 21 patients um, from practices across the southwest and also the northwest of England. And then we held a stakeholder workshop in February 2020. So this data was collected before the pandemic. What we found is still relevant today. Yeah, that's a couple of important points there. First of all, this was done before the pandemic, more or less. I think you just got in at the end before it all uh, got in at just at the start of the pandemic. But it, there's an important background there that we, you know, the general practice were under a lot of pressure to make sure people could access, and there were a lot of there was a lot of pressure to improve access digital first primary care to make sure people could get to it. Now, some of those discussions, of course, been have been affected by the things that have happened in uh, during the pandemic. But this is timely and it gives us rather than the sort of the background of the pandemic pandemic can be a little bit noisy in some ways. There are lots of things happening. So this was done just before. So it gives a good insight into online consultations. Perhaps you should start to tell us a little bit more about what you found about these unintended consequences. In terms of patients. So, so for some patients, um, they did increase access like NHS England wanted. So some people felt they could express themselves better in writing. Also, it meant that people could in, um submit an inquiry at a time that was convenient to them and also other people felt that they were asking about something that didn't warrant a face-to-face consultation so this was quite a convenient way of doing it. but for other um, patients it actually challenged the access it actually made the access more difficult so some people found that the long questionnaire was quite difficult when they just wanted a simple inquiry other people when you were asked to write freely about their concerns they struggled to know what words to use and how to describe it. So it sort of put the emphasis on the patients to clearly describe what was going on. 
And especially because there wasn't an opportunity for back and forth communication. Some patients felt like I've got one chance to do this, you know, so there's quite a lot of pressure to do that as well. It must be very difficult when you're, you think about the medical language you use as doctors and how we communicate for a person to try and express that in written text without that kind of back and forth. You could imagine, it's easy to imagine those limitations. Yeah. And trying to explain a part of your body or a sense of pain or those sort of things is quite tricky. Um, a really important finding was that a lot of people didn't know who they were talking to. So once you submit this, they didn't know if it was going to their name GP or someone else or someone else in the practice. So people had concerns about how to write to a complete stranger and also what, how much information they want to disclose because it's very different if you're talking to your GP that you've got a relationship with compared to talking to someone else in the practice and you may not want to disclose that information. There's an excellent box in the paper that I should draw people's attention to at this point, box one, which is sets out very neatly. Now, there's lots of other rich detail in this paper that I would direct people towards. And of course, all our papers are open access now, so everybody can read the whole thing if they go online. But there's a nice summary on the unintended consequences. And there's, what's particularly good is that you've got a nice summary of how to mitigate some of those as well. So you've mentioned a couple of things there, access to care and communication um perhaps you may, before we go on to any others it might be worth just mentioning the kind of things people can do in practice to try and relieve some of those potential unintended consequences okay yeah so in terms of access to care um i guess it's making sure that there's a range of opportunities a range of different methods that people can use to access care so maybe not just only use online consultations because that's going to exclude some people and make it difficult for some people as well um in terms of communication, I think it's being clear to patients about how to use online consultations. So what inquiries they're good for and, who, and who's going to deal with them as well. So what happens when you push submit? Where does that information go? So really letting people know is the key. People understand the process, then they're in a, they're in a much better position. I guess if you're just, you can imagine if you're just faced with a, a blank questionnaire on the practice website, you don't know who's going to see it, you don't know who's going to read it. That must be very inhibiting. So letting people know is a really key aspect. That You mentioned there about the not, about um, people not being sure where it's going to go. That was one of your unintended consequences, was continuity of care. Perhaps you could talk to that a little. Definitely. I mean, it's very different if you've already spoken to your, your GP about something and then you want to follow it up with an online consultation. So it's, is, is there an opportunity to do that or does it just go into a pool? Where, where people actually deal with it. So it's, it's how, how can patients use this technology and how can they use it to their advantage and also their practice advantage? And one important aspect of this is we always would be nervous about people bringing really acute or important or urgent problems. A little bit is about safety around unintended consequences. Definitely, and especially around timing, that you don't want someone to submit on Saturday night, you know, a very urgent concern. So again, this is something, you know, a new piece of technology. So patients need to know how to use it and need to know that there's safety checks. So if something is urgent and it's the weekend, then they, they should be inquiring through other services. Yeah. So a lot of these can be summed up. You know, it's really, it's about communicating to patients so that they're really clearly understanding how things work. The last one in the unintended consequences in box one was a little bit about work practices. The intended consequence was trying to create efficiencies of care. We did find that some GPs actually quite liked using online consultations, that it gave them greater flexibility into their working practices, and they knew what patients were coming up, what inquiries were coming up. Other um, GPs 
didn't like it. They felt like it added to workflow. So sometimes there would be an online consultation that turned into a telephone consultation that then turned into a face-to-face consultation. So duplicating work. Also, some GPs found it quite isolating. And then people talked about not wanting to do call center medicine. So if you're just doing that all day of just going through all these consultations. Also because, you know, people train because they wanted to deal with patients. And it could be that it's good for sort of transactional medicine, but not for relationship medicine. Yeah. So, I mean, part of the mitigation there is going to be about making sure that you don't have square pegs in round holes and that the right people are perhaps involved in it rather than anything else. But what other kind of things could people do to try to ease some of those? I think in terms of the isolation, it's also giving people um, a chance to actually talk about cases or at least, you know, have a, have a, have a, have a break in the mid-morning that everyone can talk about how things are going, especially because, you know, people have, some people have been doing this at home, so it could be very isolating. And there could be that you want to talk about a case with your colleagues, having an opportunity for that. Yeah, I still think one of the best markers of quality in a practice is probably whether they've got a decent coffee break and whether people get to it. And I would imagine that's been that obviously during the pandemic, everybody working at home, we're all missing those coffee time conversations in all sorts of workplaces and all sorts of times. But the yeah. virtual coffee break could be really important. Yeah, even just that chance to speak. It's not this. It's, obviously, we all know it's not the same, but it's better than being completely isolated and not getting a chance to speak to everybody. Uh, anybody, I should say. Tell us a little bit more, Jeremy, about what, where, the, where are the next steps? Where's the next areas of research for this to look into in terms of online consultations and implementation? Um, so I'm now leading a study called our Recon Study, where we're looking at the, for the longer term implications of remote consultations on the workforce. So that is including video and telephone consultations as well. But that's looking about how is it impacting on working practices, on morale, on efficiency. But really, you know, the, the people that have been doing this for the last few years, is it positive? Is it negative? What can be improved? What training needs to be out there for people? Yeah, it's a fascinating area and obviously one that's been brought into sharp focus with the pandemic, um, but it's really impressive work. Jeremy, thank you so much for taking the time today. That's okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening to this BJGP podcast. The original research papers and articles can be found at bjgp.com. Org. The show notes and podcast audio can be found at bjgplife.com. Do share if you've enjoyed it. Subscribe via all the usual places, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or your podcaster of choice. Thanks again. <laughs>